MidwayCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at However, that can affect women who are uh, dealing with a substance abuse problem. And there is an organization in Pittsburgh that for nearly 30 years has been working to help women in recovery. It's called POWER the Pennsylvania Organization for Women in Early Recovery. Dr. Leslie Slagle is the Chief Operations Officer. She's going to tell us a little bit about POWER and also about uh, some of the unique circumstances and why POWER exists. Uh, Good morning, Dr. Slagle. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. We're all kind of dealing with this pandemic stuff and and the COVID-19 stuff. I know your, your, your offices are located in Wilkinsburg, but I think right now they are closed to just uh, walk-in visitors, correct? Not closed. Um, the, the office is closed, okay. but we're not closed for providing services. Okay. Um, we are providing telehealth, um, and, um, and actually we are beginning to see some clients in the office if that's their preferred sure. way of receiving treatment. Um, our um, inpatient facility has um, been fully operating since the pandemic. Wow. So the services there haven't changed as far as um, admitting new clients. Tell us a little bit about the history of, of power. Um, I, I said almost 30, almost three decades, like 27 years, something like that, correct? Yes. Um, we began as a um, one service, and that was our inpatient residential treatment program. And we've been growing from there. Um, we, we've become the region's leading provider of gender-responsive trauma-informed treatment um, for women, while our treatment services currently, or excuse me, while our treatment services focus primarily on women and their unique needs, POWER does provide some important services to men and adolescents in Allegheny County who are experiencing um, substance um, use disorders, um, which we which includes providing screening, assessment, and referral to treatment. Um, and, um, and, of course, women can receive recovery support services. Yeah. Is power specifically for um, drug and substance abuse, or is it also alcohol abuse? Oh, it's Correct. for both. Okay, that's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to make sure. Uh, Dr. Leslie Slagle is Chief Operations Officer for Power, the Pennsylvania Organization for Women in Early Recovery. Power Recovery dot com is the website, and you also have a power line um, for for call in help, and that operates during the week. Can you give us that number? Four one two two four three eight seven five five. So, so what are some of the unique issues that women who are in recovery face? versus men or the general population? So, um, is there a biological difference? Um, you know, women can become addicted quicker um, just by how they're made. Uh, there's differences, social and environmental factors, all which can influence the motivation for drug use, the reasons for treating, seeking treatment um, is, um, is different. Um, many life circumstances, um, for example, 
many women experience physical and sexual trauma, mm-hmm. followed by post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, other factors unique to women that can influence the treatment process include um, issues around how coming to treatment, mm-hmm. as women are more likely than men to seek treatment um, assistance. There's um, financial independence, pregnancy, child care. Those are all unique to women. I, I was just thinking that, that in our society, for better or for worse, um, the child care responsibilities often are, are borne uh, primarily by women and suddenly they have dependents, especially if they are single or if, if, you know, they're they're a working mom, you know, now they've got minor dependents who also um, are affected by mom's recovery as as well. And and, and you mentioned that there are services available for for men and for adolescents. And and in my mind, it's because if somebody is addicted, that addiction and their recovery process usually affects the whole family. So are, are your support, are your services sort of supportive for families and for couples? We will work with um, the family. Uh, that's an important part of getting support for the person that is addicted. Um, but the whole family is affected when there is one member experiencing the addiction. It really fractures the family. Um, and we will help connect family men- members to providers in the community who can really support um, that process. Uh, Dr. Leslie Slate, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, the services that we pro- provide, particularly to adolescents and men experiencing, experiencing addiction themselves, would be the assessment and level of care, um, referral, and um recovery support for men. Dr. Leslie Slagle is Chief Operations Officer for POWER, uh, the Pennsylvania Organization for Women in Early Recovery. Uh, Power-recovery.com is the website. You can also call their POWER line uh, weekdays, Monday through Friday, 412-243-8755. Dr. Slagle, oftentimes when we're doing these interviews, I like to ask people how they got on a certain career path. How long have you been working in the addiction and recovery field? addiction recovery field probably for about um, five years, five, six years. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not uh, new to mental health treatment. Mm -hmm. What really um, got me interested in um, the field was that I had a child who um, was experiencing addiction Mm -hmm. and um, when that is not your area of expertise, mm-hmm. you're kind of, you know, families are, are just blindsided. And um, when I discovered what the issue was, I um, it was too late. It already was pretty deep into the addiction. And so I was becoming um, a little bit frustrated with the treatment that was there and decided that I wanted to commit my career to providing quality um, treatment. Eventually, another child became addicted, and I lost him to an overdose. Oh, no. So it's really um, has become a passion of mine to, um, to work in this field. 
I, I have. I, I'm so sorry to hear about that. And but I, I, I have seen statistics that up to ten to twelve percent of Americans have str- have either struggled with some form of addiction or are actively addicted to some substance. And but only ten percent of those. So ten percent of ten percent actively go into treatment. So it really is, I mean, when you consider there's about 300 million people in the United States and 21 million of them have had some kind of substance abuse issue, that really does touch almost every family and almost every socioeconomic class. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's an epidemic in and of itself. Um, and the drugs that are out on the street are extremely lethal. Yeah. So um, it's 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 you know it's a it's a battle, and here at Power, we're fighting that battle alongside our clients, um, and we're giving our all to them, and and we're doing some great work here. I, we have a thirty second pause to take here. Let's let's pause here. And let's pick it up exactly where that is with with how the intake process works and what some of the methodologies and and some of the work that power does okay from the tube city center for business and innovation in downtown mckeesport this is two rivers 30 minutes on radio 81 wedo 1550 and 101.1 wzum the pittsburgh jazz channel internet radio wmck.fm and tubecityonline.com stay tuned we'll be right back in 30 seconds Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 4 one two six seven eight six one nine one. What is the process through which someone uh, comes to you, Doctor Slangle? Do they do they call themselves? Does a family member refer them? Does a, a doctor or medical professional refer them? How how do they reach out to you? In, in the exact ways that you that you just mentioned. Okay. Um, so say that um, you think you might have a problem, or you know you need treatment, or say you have a loved one or a friend who is struggling with drug and alcohol issues, and you have questions, you can, you know, call the power line, and you'll be connected to the intake department. Um, you'll speak to an intake specialist who will want to learn more about you and find out some preliminary information by completing a brief screening, which takes about 15 minutes. Okay. And then based on that screening... Our intake specialist may then recommend and schedule an appointment for an assessment to determine the right level of care for you. You can choose to have the assessment completed in your home or at our offices located at 907 West Street in Wilkinsburg. So once the assessment specialist meets with you and completes a comprehensive level of care assessment, and determines your treatment needs, then they will assist you with a referral to a treatment provider in their community that best meets your needs. So this service is one of the services that we provide uh, men 
and adolescents as well as women. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Leslie Slingle. She's Chief Operating Officer of POWER, the Pennsylvania Organization for Women in Early Recovery, power-recovery.com. You, like most of us, have some experience with, with addiction and substance abuse, um, unfortunately very tragically close to you. Uh, is it difficult to get someone to seek help for, for one of these uh, addictions? or substance abuse issues? Is it difficult? It can be. Mm-hmm. Most times it is. Um, oftentimes, what leads people to um, seek treatment is pressure from their families. Um, maybe they've gotten in trouble with the law. Um, and sometimes, you know, I've seen it where the person that is um, using substances just gets really sick and tired of being sick and tired and, and chasing the drug. Yeah. Um, so we get referrals. We have a um, relationship with children, youth, and families. And whenever they identify um, parents that may be struggling, they will send us the referral. We'll reach out to them, and we'll go assess the situation and, you know, and provide a referral to the level of care that they need. So referrals come in many ways. Yeah. So how does someone start the conversation? Because usually it's, you know, by the time it's time to start the conversation, the problem has become very serious, right? It's, it's, it's starting to affect interpersonal relationships. It's affecting jobs. It's affecting child care. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you open? Because there are probably people listening to this right now who are thinking, gee, I'd, I'd love to have my mom, daughter, cousin, niece uh, call power, but I don't even know how to begin that conversation. Um, I think it's just, you know, saying, hey, you know, these are the things I'm noticing about you. I'm noticing that um, you're missing work. I'm noticing that um, you're getting really thin, or I'm noticing every time, you know, every day when I come home from work, um, you, you are on your way to, you know, becoming drunk. What's going on? Um, just like that. Now, whether you get that response of, you know, this is going on with my life, or you're going you're gonna to be met with resistance. So if you some type of event. Is, some, is somebody else on the phone with you? Because I'm getting, dial, there's getting dial tone here. Or like no. numbers being punched. Okay. No. Um, yeah. You still there? Yep. Okay. Uh, the, the, the jump back to, to to where you were. That you'll either get resistance or you'll get acceptance. Yeah, and most likely you're going to get resistance. It's a process. Um, it's not an event. It, it, um, it usually takes some time and and um, often frustrating for the people that that um that love you um you said you you know it's different for every um family that's facing this similar but different you know but as i said before it's usually some type of event and then you know families will um will give an ultimatum and um that ultimatum brings them to make that call 
And, you know, if, if a parent or a loved one um, feels that um, they could get that individual to um, an assessment, we don't necessarily need to talk to that individual um, at the time they reach out to our um, power line. Yeah. We will talk to the parent, the friend, and if they can get them there, or they don't get them to us or um, get them to be there when we get to the home, we will, we will, will be there. You, you, you said resistance uh, a few minutes ago, but and I, you almost started to say resentment, but I'll bet there is some resentment often when someone brings this problem up. Because what is, what is the first thing that someone says if you, if you bring up that I think you may have a problem with alcohol or, or substances? They say, I can quit anytime I want, or I just need it to relax once in a while, or get off my back. You're, you're just jealous. These are all kinds of things that people often will say, won't they? Yes, and I can speak from my own experience. What, what would happen was there would be um, exactly what you said. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm fine. Um, uh, it's you. Right. Um, storming out of the house. Uh, yeah, very defensive um, response to that. If somebody hits those kinds of responses, then I, I'm assuming they just need to keep trying the conversation then is that accurate yes that is accurate and then i I would really recommend that you know um the members of the family get together and make a decision you know what is in the best interest of the family um whether it you know you need to get some help or or you can't live here anymore because you know this is it, it produces to me, it, it was it was crazy making, right? I then became so obsessed with where was he, you know, was he where he said he was, driving by to see if he was where he was supposed to be, you know, um, when I was in um, his presence, watching every move, trying to determine whether he was using something or not, um, and it becomes... Um, you become unhealthy yourself as you try wow. to um, get help for your child. Wow. Um, we, we have another break to take. When we come back, I want to talk about this pandemic that we are all living through and what sort of unique mental health and addiction challenges it is presenting to folks. Okay. Uh, Power is the Pennsylvania Organization for Women in Early Recovery. Our guest this morning is Dr. Leslie Slagle. She is the Chief Operating Officer. We're talking about what Power does, how you can reach out to them, and what specific challenges that women who are uh, battling uh, addiction face. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. We are all living through this 
really unprecedented time. We have not seen a pandemic like this in the United States since 1918, as people often are saying. So virtually no one remembers the last time uh, we faced something like this. A lot of us, it has meant that we have lost jobs or we are cooped up in our houses. Some people are working from home. Um, Activities that we were all looking forward to this spring and summer have been canceled. And unfortunately, what I have noticed, you know, a lot of people joking about, and I don't know if they're joking or not sometimes, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, is they're turning to, in many cases, alcohol. That, well, I'm just going to, we're going to spend the weekend drinking. We're going to spend the weekend whatever to try to relieve the boredom. Are you noticing an increase in outreach to to power from people uh who 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 are engaging in 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 addictive behaviors during this pandemic, and if you haven't noticed it, are you worried about it? Yes, um, I'm actually surprised with the finding. We're, you know, we're not seeing an increase in referrals. However, I don't feel that accurately reflects what is occurring, and I think further down the line, we're going to see an increase in those referrals um, because we're social distancing, um, isolating. We're not seeing our loved ones. I'm struggling. We can hide it a little bit better if um, we're not interacting with people as much. Oh. So I think in time, you know, as time goes by and we um, hopefully get back to more normalcy, I think we're going to see, that's when we're really going to see the true um, impact that this pandemic has had. I hadn't even thought about that, that, yeah, people are, are doing this stuff in isolation by themselves in their homes. What Your background is in um, counseling and in, in mental health broadly, not, not just in the addiction field, I believe. So what, what are some of the stresses that people are facing right now that may be leading them to turn to substances? Addiction is often referred to as a disease of isolation, right? Because it's impa- it impacts people's ability to form and maintain healthy relationships. Um, individuals in recovery would typically be attending support groups such as NA meeting with their sponsors, and now they're forced to be, you know, isolated at home or or practice social distancing, and practicing social social distancing isn't natural. It can be challenging for people in recovery, or anyone for that matter. It may heighten feelings of depression, stress, worry, and anxiety. A person's daily routine can be an important factor in recovery. And when that's disrupted, it becomes challenging um, to maintain that recovery. People may turn to drugs or alcohol in in an attempt to escape from the stress and boredom or self-medicate feelings of anxiety and depression. Sure. I, I have a friend who is, uh, I think, more than 20 years now in recovery, and I know she is going to um, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings online, um, yeah. and, and she has found some peace in that. It's not the same as the face-to-face no. interaction. No, it keeps them connected a little bit with their support system. Yeah. You, know. you mentioned that some of the services that Power is providing, you are doing telehealth, so you are doing remote services, but you're also doing some uh, in person. Um, how does the telehealth work? challenge as well, right? Oh. Um, one, maybe I don't have access to te- uh, you know, telehealth ca- capabilities, sure. but maybe I have the ability to do that, but I'm not computer savvy. 
Yeah. So that could be an issue in and of itself. And um, that's, you know, we just made the decision recently that um, to give people the option of coming into the office now or, you know, um, receiving services through telehealth. When is the time for someone to reach out to a group such as power. I mean, when when should someone, somebody who's listening to this, who's thinking, "Gee, I've been worried about my own alcohol consumption," or "Gee, I've I've become addicted to substances," or a family member, when should they contact you? They could do it right now. What are the warning signs? What are the kind of the warning signs, though? The warning signs. Yeah. Um, different. Um, is behavior different? Do yeah. they look different? Um, or it, you know. Are they um, are they not as forthright about where they are? Um, are you catching them in lies? Those types of things. Huh. And, and and when they reach out to you, because I think one thing that oftentimes people are afraid to ask for help because they're afraid. I'm going to use quotation marks around this, that they're going to get in trouble, that they're going to get into the criminal justice system or that maybe their kids will be taken away from them or something. Um, allay some of those fears. I mean, if somebody is, is, is hesitant about picking up that phone and calling or going to your website, allay some of those fears for them. You're, you're not looking to punish people or judge people. Not at all. Not at all. Um, all our services are confidential. So, we are not, you know, that information um, will, you know, will not go anywhere. Um, I would really encourage call if you if you are if you just want information. You don't have to give your name. Okay. You can get all your questions answered. If you've never been in treatment before, what's that like? What's the process? We're happy to share that information. In the final minute or so that we have available, you are a non-profit organization. How can people help Power? You can go onto our website, and there's information on where you can um, donate your time, um, um, donate financially. Um, our powerhouse always has a list of um, needs, whether it's you know art supplies or um, you know shampoos razors, things like that, you can donate. Um, we would we would be happy to receive do, do, any and all help. Do, do you need volunteers as well? I mean, do, do, you, do you need like even peer support of people who themselves are in recovery and now are working to help other women? Well, our recovery support service um, is a service that we provide. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, they're, um, they're a unique service. We pair a power staff person who is in long-term recovery with a client in or striving towards early recovery. The mentor provides recovery coaching. Um, they help clients learn and build tools to sustain their sobriety over time. Uh, mentors also connect clients to community-based services and natural support systems, including the recovery co- uh, community. Um, the mentors are all trained as wellness coaches. Uh, they work with their clients to integrate their physical health goals into the, into the service plan and help better understand the connection between, between behavioral health and physical health. Um, 
And that service is is offered to both men and women in Allegheny County. Uh, Give us your website uh, address one more time and the phone number for the power line. Sure. Our website is power-recovery.com, and the power line is 412-243-8755. And that answers Mondays through Fridays during uh, normal business hours. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dr. Leslie Slangle is Chief Operating Officer of Power. That's the Pennsylvania Organization for Women in Early Recovery, power-recovery.com, or uh, as she mentioned, the power line. This is for if, if you, you or someone you love needs help, 412-243-8755. Dr. Slangle, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to talk with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. And thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for listening today to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.